Hello, ladies and gentlemen, welcome to another episode of the Area 81 podcast. This is your Area 81 newscast, rather, for the month of October. Um, we're starting off with a few stories. Uh, it's Halloween time. It's time for ghouls and goblins and costumes. I don't know if anyone's heard of this. This just happened. But a man wearing a full ninja outfit attacked members of a U.S. Army Special Operations Unit in the middle of the night in the California desert, setting off a scramble for safety and resulting in at least two injuries, according to police and other records. The incident occurred a little after 1 a.m. on September 18th. I totally did not hear about this. When authorities in Ridgecrest, California, got word of a sword-wielding man dressed as a ninja on the loose at Inyo Kern Airport in the Kern County, north of Los Angeles. Kern County Sheriff deputies found the suspect had assaulted a victim at the scene with a sword, a katana rather, and had thrown a rock through a hangar window, which we all know is the ninja's second weapon of choice behind the katana. Uh, the rock that he threw through the window hit an additional victim in the head. He's got good aim, uh, the sheriff's office said on Friday. Uh, the attack came without any kind of warning. So the victims are members of the 160th Special Operations Aviation Regiment, also known as SOAR, according to the Stars and Stripes newspaper, which states that the military personnel were at the airport as part of training. Can you imagine going for training and being attacked by a ninja? The incident report quickly drew attention after it was posted on Instagram. They described how a staff sergeant was smoking a late-night cigarette near an airport hangar when an unknown ninja approached him with a question. Do you know who I am? The ninja asked. The sergeant said, I do not. Do you know where my family is? The ninja asked. When the sergeant said he did not know, the person in the ninja outfit began to slash at him with a katana sword. The report states, adding that the sergeant's leg and phone were struck. The sergeant ran, jumped a fence, and reached a building where he joined others from his company. As he and the captain locked the doors and called 911, the assailant kicked and punched the doors and windows, according to the report, which has redacted the service members' names. The Ridgecrest Police Department blotter entry for that night says a report came in at 119 of a suspect in a ninja outfit, complete with a sword in Inyokern Airport. The report cited at least one victim more than 20 minutes after the initial contact, the blotter said. 911 call came in from someone at the airport saying 26 special operations military members were hunkered down in a hangar wondering where help is. Uh, it says here the ninja disobeyed deputies' orders. Of course, he doesn't run by your laws. Police officers located the ninja on a nearby road, but the ninja refused to follow commands and brandished the sword at deputies. The sheriff's office said projectile rounds were used but they were ineffective. <laughs> so typical. A ninja, of course. Projectile rounds aren't gonna work. It added, instead, the man ran. I can imagine he used a smoke bomb. <laughs> Disappear. When deputies used a taser on him, he finally dropped the sword, and deputies were able to take him into custody. The man identified was Gino Rivera. <laughs> Not what I was expecting. Rivera was arrested for attempted homicide, assault with a deadly weapon, brandishing a weapon, brandishing a weapon with intent to resist or prevent an arrest, 
along with vandalism and obstructing or delaying a peace officer in their performance of their duties. Both the sergeant and the captain required stitches for their wounds, but were cleared to return to duty, the incident report says. Our hearts, thoughts, and prayers go out to the men that were attacked by the ninja. They hopefully won't develop PTSD. Next up, Facebook apologizes after its AI labels black men as primates. Facebook issued an apology on behalf of its artificial intelligence software that asked users watching a video featuring black men if they wanted to see more videos about primates. The social media giant has since disabled the topic recommendation and says it's investigating the cause of the error, but the video had been online for more than a year. A Facebook spokesperson told the New York Times on Friday, which first reported on the story, that the automated prompt was an unacceptable error and apologized to anyone who came across the offensive suggestion. The video, uploaded by the Daily Mail on June 27, 2020, documented an encounter between a white man and a group of black men who were celebrating a birthday. The clip captures the white man allegedly calling 911 to report that he's being harassed by a bunch of black men before cutting to an unrelated video that showed police officers arresting a black man in his own home. Former Facebook employee Darcy Groves tweeted on Thursday, after a friend clued her in on the misidentification, she shared a screenshot of the video that captured Facebook's keep seeing videos about primates question. Now, I don't know how it happened. I don't know how Facebook's AI works, but it's horrible. Um, the keep seeing prompt is unacceptable, she wrote. And despite the video being more than a year old, a friend got this prompt yesterday. Facebook, please do something about this. This is egregious. This is not Facebook's first time in the spotlight for major technical errors. Last year, Chinese President Xi Jinping's name appeared as Mr. S-hole on its platform when translated from Burmese to English. The translation hiccup seemed to be Facebook-specific, but didn't occur on Google. However, in 2015, Google's image recognition software classified photos of black men as gorillas. Google apologized and removed the labels of gorilla, chimp, chimpanzee, and monkey, words that remained censored over two years later. Facebook could not be reached for comment. Now, I know some of you guys may have heard this one already, but here's the headline. Drunk man reported missing joins search party for himself. Ankara, Turkey. In a scene worthy of a comedy sketch, a Turkish man joined a search party for a missing person, not realizing the individual being pursued was him. Behan Mutlu, 51 years old, went drinking with a friend in a forest in the town of Enigals, northwest of Turkey, late Tuesday. His wife reported him missing after he did not return home for dinner. She heard he had walked away from his friend drunk. Rescue teams were called in to find Mutlu, who had gone to sleep in a house in the forest, Turkish online news site reported Friday. That's nice. He came across members of a search party in the morning and decided to help them find the missing person. He realized he was the focus of the search and they began calling his name. After a while, they said they were looking for Behan Mutlu. News station 24 quoted him as saying, I broke into a cold sweat when I heard my own name. I told them I am Behan Mutlu, but they continued to search. They didn't believe me. The truth came out when my friend saw me. Mutlu said he was part of the search team for about half an hour. 
about half an hour. So brave. Let's see here. Uh, Nutty Squirrel leaves 42 gallons of nuts in a man's Chevy Avalanche. I don't know how you... I thought gallons was a liquid measurement. Uh, these are just headlines. Demi Lovato belts out a tune to connect with extraterrestrial entity. Um, Boston High School forced to use party bus with stripper poles for a field trip, which was due to the shortage of bus drivers. So they had to actually rent a party bus take their kids to a field trip and it has stripper poles in there let's see here uh, Sioux Falls man faces burglary charges after police found him after hours in a bar drinking beer police say the 53 year old man was arrested about 5:30 a.m. on Friday the man was charged with first-degree burglary and booked into the Minahana County Jail the Argus leader reported that an alarm notified police of a possible occupant at the bar Police say they found the man walking around the establishment drunk while drinking a beer. Police were unsure about how the man got into the bar, but they say forced entry was not a factor. He probably passed out in the bathroom or something and then woke up and was like, hey, thought it was a dream. In music news, a Japanese prefecture government is attempting to educate the public about bear safety with a rock song filled with helpful tips. The Iwate prefecture government responded to a spike in bear sightings in the northern region by commissioning a song from songwriter Kayoru Tudu and singer Yuzin Taguchi. So you think bear cubs are cute, the song begins. Discard that naive way of thinking. Nearby, that cub is a parent bear, and it'll suddenly attack you. The tune features bear safety tips, including never turn your back and run away, and trying to play dead won't work. The prefecture government said the song will be played at roadside shopping centers and other strategic locations throughout the end of October, and also on WJPN, playing all the rock hits from 1980 to now. I'm going to try to find the song, and if I do, I'll play it at the end of the podcast. Ah, this one's for my white listeners. The group 315 Foodies assembled a 315-foot charcuterie board Sunday at the Veterans Memorial Park in Little Falls. The finished product more than doubled the previous Guinness World Record for the longest charcuterie board, which was set at 150 feet in Chicago by Dad Essential in September of 2019. Preston Moore, co-founder of 315 Foodies, said he believes the new record will prove difficult to beat. It was great. I mean, it was so chaotic <laughs> this morning. There were a million different things going on, a lot of moving parts. But at the end of the day, we broke the record. 315 Foodies. 315 owns the record for largest charcuterie board. I think it'll be a very long time before this is broken because this is one heck of a project, he told WKTV. The meats and cheeses were split into servings after the record was broken and served to spectators who purchased tickets. Now, I would never leave out my Latino listeners or Hispanic listeners. Uh, it says here an Arizona restaurant cooks a 25-foot chimichanga for a likely Guinness World Record. An Arizona restaurant celebrated its 75th anniversary by cooking a 25-foot, 7-inch chimney changa. Uh, there you 
more. I will have the enchilada platter with two tacos and no guacamoles. <laughs> That's it. I'll take a chinchilla. <laughs> chinchilla. That's believed to be a new Guinness World Record. Ashley Negron, director of marketing and brand management for Macayo's Restaurant, told Guinness, no record exists for the world's largest chimichanga. So the record-keeping organization set the goal for originating the title at 23 feet 7 inches. That's not that big. Negron said a team of about 25 Macayo's employees gathered at location in Ahwatukee to assemble the massive deep-fried burrito from dozens of flour tortillas, 500 pounds of shredded chicken, 250 pounds of refried beans, 250 pounds of rice, and multiple gallons of salsa. Evidence from the effort must still be reviewed by Guinness before the record is made official, and Macayo's claims that chimichanga was invented at its original eatery in the 1940s when someone accidentally dropped a burrito in the deep fryer. I don't believe it. You are fake news. The story is unconfirmed, and another restaurant in Tucson claims to have invented the dish under similar circumstances at the same time. Go figure. Well, that's going to wrap up the story segment. Today, I wanted to leave you guys with a little clip of audio of um, news stations live on the air that, are, that had bloopers, I guess you can say. Uh, it gave me a good laugh. I put it together, and I hope you guys enjoy it. Starts off with two girls standing, looking at the camera, and one doesn't realize she's on the air. Anyways, you'll get it. Enjoy. Not so pale. You're on it. Today's snow is crippling much of the Washington lowlands. DD Mega Doodoo. I'm sorry, Mangudu. Once it's turned on, the sign will spell out Deli Cat Essen. Can you demonstrate for us what it's like to brush our teeth's pet just a little bit? Certainly. It's going to be areas of drist and mizzle. Uh, drist and what am I saying here? Mist and drizzle. I literally combined both. Here's some other great town names. Latitz. Oh, it's Linitz. Linnets. <laughs> <laughs> it's confirming the ground is now good to say. Oh, you've been joined by a beautiful lady. It's a man, actually, Derek. Let's get excited about that 69. I mean, yeah. that's pretty good this time of year, isn't it? <laughs> I know you're excited about the wind, but no, I want that 69. Over the last two years, hundreds have landed in the Summit County Medical Examiner's office. My brother used to break in our house and steal the TV. But now he's dead. We'll probably sit around and cook some soups and eat bread and desserts and just get all fat and sassy. A slight chance of some particip participation? Participate? Per, per, it's rain. It's gonna bring a possibility of some rain that will be moving into our area. Um, first and last name, please. Uh, Erica O'Donnell. And can you spell first and last? F-I-R-S-T-L-A-S-T. <laughs> I met your first and last name. <laughs> well, the sign says that it's four quarters for an hour, but a quarter only gets you 15 minutes. So if my math is correct, 
That's not an hour. That's not an hour. Not but an hour. it is. <laughs> and also... <laughs> a quarter to three minutes. Also on Chef was Constance Landry. She says she's lived here her entire life, almost 80 years, been through just about everything. I'm 80 years old. Well, just about. I'm sorry, Miss Constance. 76 to be exact. No, 75. 75. Are you coming back to New Orleans and New Orleans East? Is the elephant heavy? I'm coming back, baby. The roads in Susquehanna County have people effed up, uh, fed up. Sorry, PennDOT held a forum tonight for residents to explain what's next. Fox 56's Victoria Halicard joins us live in Montrose to explain how much longer drivers have to wait. Victoria. Check your panties. About 175,000 rice. I think that was supposed to be pantries. <laughs> About 175,000 rice and slow cookers are being recalled due to fire and electric shock hazards. Police was trying to do a stop point. The man said no, not today. And they began to race behind each other like cats and dogs. And the police car just twisted around like a tornado girl. And the Lord just shook it up and the man just got injured. His head went to one side and his body went to the other side. And girl, he hit the pole. I was actually going to buy me a piece of um, burger from Burger King. And I just stopped right in the middle because my homework just went away. As the adage says, you give a poor man a fish and you feed him for a day. You teach him to, f to fish. You give him, you give him, and, uh, no, 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 no. Thank you. All right, Mike, so are we gonna have some barbecue weather or? Uh... You're gonna have some wet meat out there. You know? <laughs> <laughs> Oh, no. uh, you know what? Just the fact that meat's just wet. Oh, that's gross. Please put on that thing that says hyperlocal forecast now. <laughs> it's time now for a full look at your forecast with Astrid. Maybe we can canoodle before you get into it about, um... We're not going to be canoodling. What? <laughs> oh, I thought canoodle meant chat. <laughs> Astrid, you're lucky there's a producer in my ear. I would have I would have carried that on and on. You know what? You just made the blooper reel. Good oh, job, Andrew. Classic, classic. Take it away. Get me off camera. Oh, this is too much fun. Candle out the pumpkin. I thought it smells. some... Dirty. I thought something was smoking. I do see the smoke coming up. Yeah, what happened just, just now? Well, no, because it, it's resting on some paper, and so I didn't want the little tea light to overheat, and then all of a sudden, we've got breaking news here at the channel. I told you, if the sprinkler system's come, well, I'm done for the day. Yeah, here you go. That is <laughs> Sitting not, up here that looking is like not, a mop. Yeah, you don't, you don't want sprinkler system <laughs> and a beautiful weave, because they do not go together. <laughs> oh, you're beautiful. You said it was a weave, right? It's not a Good morning to you. It's 5 o'clock right now on your Wednesday morning. Thanks for joining us. I'm Kate Merrill. I mean, I'm Chris McKinnon. I am Kate Merrill. That is Chris McKinnon. And it is a Wednesday, Danielle, because somebody needs to get some sleep. So I looked for the rock and roll Japanese bear song about safety, but I couldn't find it. 
I did, however, find an all-girl band um, covering Iron Maiden's The Trooper in what I can only refer to as a nightmare from the Sims video game. I don't, I think, I don't know if they speak Simonese or what language they sound, but this pretty much sounds like that. Enjoy. It's, side note, it's supposed to be English. <laughs> <laughs> 